I need to make sure my questions are crisp. Crisp. Because this is a podcast. This is a different podcast than what we normally do. Normally we just sit here and chat at each other and just chat rubbish. Yeah. Today I'm going to ask some real questions that the the audience have asked me about. Okay. The audience? Yeah. Who have you been speaking to? Yeah. The guy in Russia. (laughs) Oh no. Oh no. The two guys in Russia. (laughs) Oh no. Yeah. They, um, they don't have access to the real internet, but they can listen to our podcast. Yeah. Where we talk about That's, real issues. Are we allowed in Russia? I don't know. Are you pro-Putin? Uh, I, I don't think anyone's pro-Putin. No one's pro-Putin. What's Am your I, price? Oh, what's my opinion on it? No, no. What's, oh. what's your price? What's my price for yeah, what? Like, to be a Russian oligarch. 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 What, what's my price of, to be one? Yeah, what's he got to pay you for you to turn up to the meetings and, like, hail Putin? Does anyone do that? I don't even think the oligarchs do that. They just kind of have to because if they don't, they're like they're exactly. finished. I think my price is life. Like life. if I if I'm if I'm like my protection. life's on the line. Yeah, like okay. yeah, as anyone, protection for no, you no, and your he, family. He's like, I got I got like, listen, come over to the dark side. Yeah, here's X amount. Yeah, we'll protect you. Whatever. Mm. What's your price? Or you walk away scotch free. No worries. No pain. I don't know because I feel that's there's no price. Like there's always going to be more. Well, yeah, he's, he's Putin. Yeah. He's so, not going to be like... Hey, no, nah, I'd rather not get into bed with that guy. Um, but... I feel even the billionaires, they're not worried about their money with him anymore. 40 Bitcoin. Oh. <laughs> 40, you just pluck that number out then. Uh, which was once only 40 cent. Yeah. Wow. I know. Time now it's change. 45. <laughs> <laughs> P. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, All right, let's go. Should we start? Boom. Welcome to Director's Debrief episode 42. Believe it or not, we're still here. Here we are. Still talking our stuff. We took a little bit of a break, but they don't know that. They have no idea. Yeah, but we had a little bit of a break. (laughs) We did. Yeah, we were doing things. but yeah, we're back. And uh, today is going to be a little bit of a different uh, podcast. I don't think you need to be. This okay. is just a conversation. Yeah. I want to learn more about you. Thanks, uh, you asked me beforehand if I had pre-prepared questions. I have some in my in my head, but okay. I'm hoping I don't need to use them. And the conversation just goes yeah, because I want to... each other, what, four years? Still we have. Like you know I mean? Yeah, I, I, that's, that's kind of... You, you kind of uh, just... just Ruined my first question because oh. uh, it was about your four years and your anniversary. Yeah, um, just gone. Yeah, just gone. So four years has flown by. Yeah. Um, but anyway, we'll, we'll get into that more. Before we do, yeah. you said, because you feel like I've been asking a lot of questions and like the spotlight's yeah. been a bit on you. Mm. I learned that from you though. Okay. I've started employing this more. I hope I don't make any of my friendships more awkward um, because of this, but I have started asking more questions mm. in general conversation. Yeah. And I find that it's led to better conversation. Nice. It does push the spotlight away from you. Yeah. Which sometimes I'm okay with. Mm-hmm. I talk too much in general. Uh, yeah. it, I just feel like it's been making for good conversations. So I've been yeah. doing it on the podcast. Oddly enough, you've noticed. Yeah. <laughs> but, no, and I, I think it's great. It's, yeah. it's your, you, to holding a conversation is such a great talent, but sometimes you realize in the, the podcast that you are the one speaking. Mm-hmm. And it's also the fact, I was listening to podcasts podcast where you're on with other guests yeah. and you're asking them some really great questions, nice. you know, um, some any insightful ones. And I'm learning a lot from their answers. Mm. But I realize that you have, a lot to offer yourself and I want to get to know that 
Okay. Uh, so I had a lot of experience, a lot of knowledge, a lot of opinion. Um, and, <laughs> and it's, I'm, I'm quite intrigued as to, to where you go. And you, what I, what I really do, um, admire is you seem to be flexible with your opinion um, Very. and not in a way of chopping and changing just for the hell of it. Mm. It's much more of a, with the, the knowledge that you're getting, you're adapting your opinion all the I time. I wasn't always, you know, like there was, there was a clear point in time and actually a comedian who said something that changed my mind about that. Mm-hmm. I used to think back, we all do this. I'm sure yeah. you do this too. To like 2013 Ash, you just started out at uni. Yeah. You're trying to make a name for yourself. Right. Fresh, fresh. Did you go to uni with many people you know? Uh, no, no one. No, so no. fresh opportunity to redefine yourself. Yeah. And I look back to that person, to 2013 Sam, I'm like, you chose that decade? <laughs> That's <laughs> who you chose to be. But the, the cool <laughs> thing about it is... Um, I can't remember which comedian says, but they're like, yeah, when I look back at my old work, I hate it. But that's mm-hmm. a good thing. Yeah. It means I've evolved. It means I've grown. Yeah. And that put a lot into perspective for me. I was like, okay, yeah. I, I, if I hate that guy, it means I've improved from him. Okay. So let's go back to 2013 on prior, right? So really not, but yeah, okay. but we, we got to do it. We've all got to do it. Yeah. Um, I, I think there are very few people that can go back to that time and say, yeah, I was really proud yeah. of who I was. Or I really like respected that. So um, yeah, so Sam... He's at uni, 2013. Yeah. Um, wow, well, you're actually quite young. Um, and age, yeah, I know, but just, yeah, you're yeah. a young guy. And you're 2013. Yeah. You're looking to redefine yourself is what I'm getting from that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Why? And who were you before that? <laughs> can, we back to, can we go back to the old podcast? <laughs> uh, no, I'll tell you what. I Before that, I think I was very confused I still am. I don't have... Like, I, I really admire people who just have an opinion on something. Mm-hmm. And I... Like you said, I'm generally very flexible with my opinion. Yeah. But working in, in sales and stuff, I just come out with my opinion like I believe it to be the most concrete fact. Mm. My friends have actually pointed this out to me. They're like, everything you say is like a sales pitch. Sure. I remember at a party once, actually, this was around that time, maybe a few years after... I was uh, I was trying to convince my friends to do something. It was mm. like a really dumb thing. It was like in the lead up to a party my friends were, were hosting. Mm. And I phrased it in a particular way. Let me try and... Yeah, so we were also we were all trying to egg on one of my so, friends. Like, sorry, how old were you here? I actually don't think that was this long ago. Maybe th- two years ago? Yeah. Two years ago? Mm-hmm. I was trying to egg on my friend to do something. Yeah. Me and another friend. We were like, come on, do it, do it. And then I said... Look, but in four or five years, do you want to look back at the mo- at this moment as the moment you did something or that you almost did something? Right. And everyone was just like, you sales file. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> it just came out from a like a sales perspective, like envision that. So that's, that's how I am generally with my opinions. Just very, I say them almost matter of factly, mm-hmm. uh, which makes me very nervous because I look back and I'm like, ah, oh, that's, that's, you said it like that, which meant you meant it like that. Right. So before starting uni, to bring it back to the question, sorry, I was, um, I, I was just college Sam. I don't, I don't know how to put it. I didn't have much of a personality. I, I was in college from nine to four, and then I had a job after that from five to nine. Okay. So I didn't really socialize much. Mm-hmm. I was confused about what social group. I'm actually not embarrassed about this, but I was trying to, I was jumping between social groups. Sure. So you're a little bit lost. A little bit, yeah, but a little bit, a lot, yeah, bit, yeah, okay. So when when you say you, you didn't really feel you had a personality, yeah, is that because you didn't know knew, yeah, uh, you didn't know much about yourself, or you were just yeah. going with emotions? I mean, I was I was sixteen, seventeen, right? Yeah. So at that point, I think you're defined. You're not defined by like your 
political views or anything. You're defined by the music you like, by the mu- uh, the, the films you love. Mm. And I was going to study film, and I feel like I had a very immature, not immature, um, yeah, immature, but in a different sense, yeah. opinion of these things. I liked some songs because they made me happy, not because they're objectively good songs. Mm. Same thing with films. But some of those opinions are kind of reserved because I was like, people have a certain impression of me yeah. if, I, if I give off this impression. So... <laughs> I was very controlled in what I told people. Yeah, like, yeah, I like this song. I, I wouldn't ever admit I like Taylor Swift. Mm. That's yeah, yeah. It, it's funny you say that, and it's really interesting because I, I, I can see. Yeah, I can, I can see some resemblance there, but yeah. and so it helps me helps me understand that that you almost feel like you need to fit in so much you become boring. Yeah, you become very mundane because you're trying to do what seems cool. Yeah, or seems like the right answer. Mm-hmm. which makes you no different to anyone else, which makes you just boring, Sam. Yeah. Right? Just go with emotion, Sam. There's deeper implications to this that I've recently started to find out, actually, yeah. that boil down to, like, race. I think you and I talked about this in a prior episode, but I, growing up, I always wanted straight hair. It's crazy. My siblings will tell you, like, mm-hmm. I always wanted straight hair. I didn't like that I had curly hair. Um and I, I wondered why that is. And that was ultimately to like fit in. Yeah. Now I like that I have curly hair. Uh-huh. Now like I think I'm finding myself more and more at peace. My transition of my like name, my birth name, Mustafa to Sam kind yeah. of happened naturally. Yeah. But I think I let it happen naturally because it would the name Sam blends into groups a lot easier. West, Westernized. You. Like, yeah, yeah. exactly. Right. Like it is actually my name. Yeah, It was sure. a name given to me. Uh-huh. Um, and it's a name I hold very proudly. Yeah. But I think I just let it move on because I was like, yeah, this would actually make my life easier. So yeah. I'll take it. Hmm. Um, so, so you obviously had many parts of your personality that you didn't let the world see. Yes. Or let Still people didn't. outside of a certain circle. Yeah. When did you start to like open up about things you did like? That the world hadn't seen before um do you know what? during uni from 2013 to 2016 i would say is the biggest part because i realized something mm-hmm. at college i feel like your personality is a um like a summary of the music you like your opinions on certain matters yeah um something i found at uni maybe maybe it was my friend's group i have you know i love those guys maybe they showed me this light but it was how the thing that made them cool was how proudly they owned what they liked it wasn't what they liked. It no longer mattered yeah. that I have a friend that likes this song or that they like that. It's actually the fact that how proudly they loved that song, that's what made them cool. Uh, Maybe to me. Yeah. And so that's where I was like, okay, I could be a lot more free. I could be a lot more open about certain things because it doesn't matter what the thing is. Mm. I just can't half-heartedly like this thing. Take Taylor Swift for Yeah, example. sure. You know, I, if liking Taylor Swift doesn't make you cool or uncool, but going, oh, I like some of her stuff. That makes you uncool. But going, yeah, I'm totally a Swifty. That's what's up. Yeah, that makes you cool. interesting. But like, yeah, that, that that makes you like, yeah. yeah, it makes you have a personality or something. Yeah. So I think when I started to make my peace with that, that's when I started to like let a bit more out. But I had to be very confident that I liked these things. Sure. Okay. And but when you started to do that, they were authentic things that you were liking. Like you yeah, say, yeah. you're a Swifty, right? Like, yeah. Yeah. yeah Not everything. Right. Yeah. By the way, I still I still feel quite reserved in many aspects mm-hmm. at that point in my life. But yeah. I, a lot more. So as you went through that motion mm-hmm. of maybe opening up a little bit of the things you liked and adding a bit more flair to who Sam Wandy is as a personality, sure. did you start, did you become more of an extrovert? Did you start to open up on like, what What changed in your in your life basically? 
I don't know. I mean, we talk about this a lot and there's, you know, there's introverts, there's extroverts and there's almost combinations of both. You can be an introverted extrovert, an extroverted introvert. Mm. Um, so I don't know. I, I don't feel like I ever had a transition. I, I have been shy at phases of my life. Um, I've been what I am now, which I have no clue what that means. Yeah. What I am now in terms of like confidence, like I said, I which have, is the complete opposite of shy. Yeah. <laughs> there's just certain scenarios though that will mm. put me in certain places i don't like this is interesting i don't like sometimes the person i turn into around certain people ah because i feel like after a while you get used to putting on this let's call it a facade Mm. and i get a bit nervous sometimes because i feel like i immediately just fall back into that facade i could have grown evolved changed as a person for years yeah and then put me in front of a particular person i'll immediately go back to who i was back then i don't like that you don't like that okay no I like, I like, this has nothing to do with the other person. This is just a, a thing, a me thing. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Do you do that because you don't want them to think you've changed? No, I want that. I want to be as familiar to them as possible. Yeah, I guess. Like, yeah. and. You want things to be how they were before. Yeah. Yeah. I think a better way to put it. It's, it's really hard. It's, it's, it's unclear in my head what I'm trying to to say so bear with me mm. it's usually with people that i uh have curated a persona for okay okay and when that what that generally means is that that relationship to me is very important mm. it's weird right because surely i should be more authentic but the the relationships that i want to preserve as much as possible Mm. this doesn't necessarily mean romantic it could be professional it could be in all capacities but i want to make sure that what i've said to them what i've been around them has been like tried and tested Mm. so i feel safe being that person okay if i start showing them who i am now then maybe they don't like that person as much maybe this isn't Mm. the person out there do you think that's sustainable not even slightly no yeah that's why i don't like it Mm. Um, I think I stopped doing that after uni. But once you're so far away from your persona, yeah, it becomes very difficult to be a totally different very, person. Well, right? like I said, it, I, I slip into it. Mm. This isn't big things. I don't, I don't no, no, change yeah. political parties, religions, mm. or anything like that. I think it's more. Um... Okay, here's here's a good example. It's a terrible example, but are there any? confrontations in your life where you wish you had said something but you didn't of course yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. so imagine every time you go back in front of that person in your head you're like i should have said that and i know i need to say that or i need to clear this air every time you face that individual you simply don't and you only think about it afterwards Mm. you start to reconcile all the the conversations you had with that individual. you're like i didn't fucking bring this up Mm. um yeah so that's what happens when you're you're with that person those people, yeah, yeah, to some extent. Okay. Um, I, I, yeah, like I said, it's a small group of people, like a small sample of, of yeah. people that I've done this in my life. But for some reason, that seems to link it. And that is based around, I think, the persona I built to portray to these people. Do you find yourself doing that in recent times? So with new people you're meeting, do you no. find yourself... Okay. Um, no, I think what changed there is um, this is who I am. I might change whatever, but that's, that's, that's what's on the table here. Mm. In the past, in those scenarios, it's, this is, you know, 
I've oversold who I am and I think sure, I need to maintain sure. it. Yeah, maybe that's a good way to put it. I've mm. oversold who I am and I'm trying to maintain it. Yeah. Whereas now I don't feel like there's a need to, almost. Mm. I'm not saying I feel enough or something like that, but yeah, this this is what it is. Yeah. Um, if, if you like that and if you want to spend time around that, I welcome it with open arms. Yeah. If you don't, there's nothing personal there. It's okay. It's really interesting because I am... Um... Not to say your story is not unique, but I'm sure a lot of our listeners out there I think that's quite have relatable. gone through yeah. uh, gone through similar scenarios and understand exactly what you mean. That you feel, uh, you know, in the whole persona, this this persona that you put out there, yeah. and you not being as comfortable in those situations because you're not expressing who you are and, and what you do. Mm. Um, okay, so say I were to meet you, I don't know, say uh, in a, a yoga class or something random yeah. like that, yeah. right? And we've never met each other, just two guys just hanging out, and we we meet. Do you, and I, f- I feel, okay, this is, this could be for the opposite sex maybe mm. or, or so on. But in the, in this scenario, do you find yourself in recent times, as I mentioned, mm. being proud of who you are now? Or do you still feel like you need to oversell yourself? Ooh, good question. You're talking about recent times, right? Yeah. You and I meet somewhere yeah. in recent times having not known each other. Very good question. I... Definitely in the beginning. Mm. Like, I'd be lying if I just said, I'm me, this is who I am at all sure, times. Sure. I think in the beginning, no, definitely there's a bit of um, an exaggeration of me. Mm. You know, like, to, I, I don't know why, but yeah, no, definitely, if I yeah. try and recall. I mean, I mean, you're not going to reel out straight away that, hey, I'm Sam, these are my flaws. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. like own me, right? Yeah, yeah. We're humans. We're never, you know, we're going to try and show our best things. Yeah. But do you find yourself extrapolating what you are or maybe adding in personality traits that aren't yours? Oh, not anymore. I, I wouldn't yeah. say I add in anymore. I'm probably, I, I, I withhold, like yeah. you say, this isn't my of list course. of course. Yeah, I'll yeah. feed that to you over time. Yeah, right. Um, but yeah, maybe just more vocal louder that kind mm. of person the person that generally is uh you know has some presence yeah i would want i like that as a personality trait so i would try and embody that mm. even though that's not how i always feel sometimes yeah. i like being a quiet observer but if we're meeting for the first time then yeah you definitely get a louder version of sam mm. um sometimes to put people at ease sometimes yeah. to put myself at ease mm. but yeah i'd say so i'd say i'd say a more exaggerated version of me just in the initial beginning yeah and then you get to know the real me dwindle down calm down yeah and this is me. this yeah. is actually who i am yeah. and that that's i mean you go on a date right you're gonna you're gonna sh- try and bring you your best game like. right <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's been a while but um yeah you'll go on a date you will show the best of who you are yeah it's and it is the right thing to do right yeah. in most people's eyes you you're not going to go and say, here I am, this is what I do. Yeah. You're in some tracks, tracksuit bottoms or whatever. You want to show the best you are. You put on your best shirt. You put on your best tie. Yeah. Tie? Who wears yeah, a tie? But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, okay, so the the interesting thing there is like we, we obviously learned about the progression of Sam. He's yeah. uh, opened up to being a lot more authentic. I feel the person I know... Mm. I'm sure you you withhold things. Scam. It's a complete scam. <laughs> this is like he takes on a he takes off a mask as soon as he goes his own. Forty two year old woman. But um, I'd say since the moment I've known you and yeah. to where we are, yeah, I wouldn't say maybe obviously there's been a lot of evolution in who you are and, and what you do, but I wouldn't say it's like there were any drastic changes in in you in a healthy way is yeah. what I'm saying. It wasn't like I ever felt you were being a false or you're certainly a different person to who. You, yeah you are would you say you're quite authentic in the workplace to, to who you are or mm, yes and no 
Hmm. I'm very authentic to a specific Sam. Yeah. You know, like Ollie said this perfectly of you with your friends is very different to you with clients. Mm. You with clients is very different to you with your family. Yeah. So I have, let's call it a persona, much less with you, but like with my team. Mm. Yeah, there, there needs to be some lines and boundaries. Um, sometimes I overexpress certain emotion to stress urgency. Mm. Sometimes I'm like, this is a problem. It needs to get fixed now. In my yeah. head, I'm not that worried about it. Mm. Don't, if anyone who works here is watching this, <laughs> don't be like, oh, classic sound. <laughs> but no, sometimes, yeah, like I, you'll see me out. I'll be mm. very serious in very certain scenarios because I need things action in certain ways with certain bits yeah. of urgency. But the authentic within me is like, this will be fine. Do you ever find yourself dragging that that work personality elsewhere? That work personality elsewhere. Like you say, that urgency, that, you know, that that continuous thinking, overthinking potentially or, yeah. or so on. Um, do you ever find yourself maybe taking that to family situations or anything like that? Not the persona, but if let's say, so it's not like, yeah, it, it, it's not the persona per se. It's let's say we have five things go wrong here at the, at the office. We mm. get by through the day by uh, by the skin of our teeth. We fix everything, whatever. Yeah. Whoosh. I go home. I get a phone call. And it's like, it's my dad. And he's like, I have X, Y, and Z problems. Understood. Yeah. And normally, if I hadn't had that stressful day at work, it would have been like, all right, cool. Let's mm. see what we can do here. Sometimes it's, oh, for fuck's Yeah, yeah, you know? right. So it's not so much as in, like, I'm sharp here in the office and then my dad calls and I'm sharp back out. Yeah, yeah. It's how I respond, like, internally. It's just like, oh, It's the side that. effect of one yeah, leading to the other. Uh, so that kind of carries over of, like, I've just fixed all of this. Do you want yeah. me to come in and deal with this? Um, normally that takes okay. a, a day's worth of a breather and then the next day, I'm, you know, it's mm. back to normal. But, yeah, it's, I'm not the same person to uh i mean you know this i'm not the same person to you that as i yeah sure in yeah the office with, mm-hmm. with other people so okay what are you most proud of about yourself what am i most proud of of what sorry of yourself like of what are you myself. most proud of about yourself yeah oh. if we go back to you meeting someone for the first time yeah in today's world what are the things you try and extrapolate or really double down on when you're yeah. yeah. Are, you, are you asking me about accomplishments here or personality traits? A bit of both. Or? So, I don't know, just to give you some examples. Great dancer, great singer, um, yeah, funny guy, yeah. um, loves, has a great passion for food. That's yeah. something you could be proud of. You know, I love food, I admire food. Okay. Um, yeah, I do, I, I do have something for this, mm-hmm. but it's... It's very personal, actually, something recent. You know what this is. Something recent around it happened. Um, But it's... Yeah, I I don't know how I want to phrase this. Without Also, again, without sounding arrogant. It's okay. I recently (laughs) found out that my presence around somebody... Helped, you know? I, I still, I'm a little bit confused as to mm. how, how I, I contributed to this. Um, but it, it, yeah, somebody said something to me and, uh, and expressed some gratitude for, for something. Yep. And uh, again, I've not to that extent, certainly not to that extent, but some, every now and again, I've heard something like that. The fact that I did something that made, that, that left a positive 
imprinting somebody. Mm. I, I still every now and again, that thing that somebody recently told me just makes me smile ear to ear. Like yeah. every now and again, I'll just think about it. Oh, I only found out like last week, but yeah. it just makes me smile. Um, it makes me feel warm inside. It makes me feel... Because you feel like you positively contribute to something. That yeah, exactly. Your, yeah. Um, so I have... Just just that one is in my mind right now because it's such a big one. Mm. But I, if I dig deep enough, there might be three or four instances where that might have happened. And how many that you've not been told about? How many? Maybe there's some that I haven't been told about. I, I think it'd be know. quite <laughs> narcissistic of me to assume that there's there's a lot of those. But yeah, just hearing about that is is worth more to me than than or knowing that that's you know I was able to do something like that for somebody. Yeah. Um, which, by the way, this person did equally, if not more, of the same to me. Yeah. Um, but to hear it like expressed, mm-hmm. oh man, I can't tell you. So yeah. that things like that, those those small positive impacts that I seem to have been made, that I've uh, I've been informed that I, I have made, mm. fills me up with pride, incredible pride. That's really really um, interesting. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, it kind of you know when you're you nail down on a few things like that, you realize what's important to you. Do it massively. Yeah. yeah. And what you think is like I don't know, you could work forever on your beard, thinking my beard is who I am. Trying, dude. My, my beard is who I am. <laughs> One person compliments you. Yeah. Great, good feeling for a couple of hours right yeah but you realize which one actually means more to you yeah in the grand grand scheme of things but yeah okay interesting one and um what other things you if you really like uh yeah this is something that i hold as an important part of my personality or Mm. my likes and my dislikes what other things do you think makes you makes you you what makes me me shit that's a hard one. What makes me? Am I even allowed to answer that? As a, as a, like coming from a first party, that's, that's quite hard. What you makes are, me me? Um, that's a tough question, but it is. I, I'm gonna give you a cop out answer. Mm-hmm. It's the people around me. That that's mm-hmm. what makes me me. Mm-hmm. I have been around people like all. Of, by the way, we're talking about all these phases of my life, right? Yeah. From childhood, you know, from being a, a tiny kid to. Uh, to like moving to the UK back in Sweden, I had two main friends, mm-hmm. Sebastian and Zeki. Mm-hmm. Those two friends, I was, you know, if you'd asked that child Sam, whatever he, whatever the fuck that little shit was, if you asked him, who are you? Yeah, he'd probably be a summary of of those two people. Sure. Then I went to primary school, um, and I had a a small group of friends, uh, and I was probably a, a summary of those highly academic, mm. hardworking individuals. Primary school, I got good results. Yeah. Same thing in high school. Met more people of a similar sort of stature, highly academic people. Mm. Um, quite sports driven, but I let, let them do that. Yeah, I was a fat kid. Right. I, was, I, was just, I just stayed there and didn't play football with them. Um, and uh, yeah, so I, I was a summary of that group of people. And then I went to college. Mm. Kind of didn't. Re- oh, well, I, I had a, a job. I worked twenty hours a week, so I became a summary of both. But I spent more time with my work lot. Okay. So again, I, I was a 16-year-old working in a bank. So everyone there was like, I don't know, 25 plus. Yeah. So I kind of became a summary of them. I started dressing like them. I wore a right. shirt. And like, Did you usually find yourself maturing quicker? I think so. Yeah. People, uh, there was a girl that I worked with that used to call me Ross. 
Okay. All right, it's because I dress like him. I okay. used to wear the thing and the sweater, yeah. the shirt and the sweater and the trousers. You mean Ross from Friends, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So right. I, I used to, yeah, that was that was an interesting <laughs> phase of my life. But I, I think, again, I was a summary of those people. Went to uni, became a summary of my friends at uni. Mm. And you can see these things in, in tiny ways and massive ways. Yeah. The tiny ways I mean by these superficial things, music, movies. Mm. Um, because I realized when I, I, I hung out with a select group of friends, I listened to their collective uh, music tapes but it, I can't just deny that oh I just listened to it because I was with them that became a part of my music taste yeah, sure. I still occasionally listen to music and I know who I attribute it mm. to um, maybe it doesn't help that we all used to make playlists and share music from each other's playlists yep. uh, but I know who made me listen to what yep. um, and then yeah most recently obviously yourself uh people from within the business outside mm. of the business i feel like my personality has molded to become a summary of them and that's why the the quote of like show me your 10 friends i'll tell you who you are things like that really yeah i hate when they're phrased so cliche and cheesy but they resonate with me and they're yeah they are absolutely true so it's yeah. a really good answer i don't think that was a cop-out at all okay and um so do you, you find that it's not just like your current personality represents your friends at the moment, but it's a combination of everything over the years. Yeah, yeah. Mold into one and the progression. And when I met you and this latest wave of people that I have in my mm. life, let's call it that. Yeah. It's quite tragic because pe- pe- people don't come and go in waves, mm. but the wave of people I spend the most amount of time with. Yeah. When I consider that, I had to have a foundation to come into that, right? And it was what I've... The person I've become because of you, because of Jamie, everybody mm-hmm. in there, all, all my all the people in my current wave. Yeah. Um that that builds on top of the people from the previous wave. Um so yeah, yeah. definitely. And that and only that will yeah, make you yeah. yes, it's really interesting. And it's so true. Mm. Um I often look at yeah, the variety of people that I'm hanging out with and they're, they're all so different yeah. <laughs> and you start to re- and you're like how the hell am I hanging out with this person and that person <laughs> yeah. who are completely different in personality but then you realize that you've got almost facets of a bit of both yeah you know one's an absolute loony yeah. and the other's a sensible <laughs> mature like responsible guy and you're like yeah, yeah i got a bit of facets of both yeah who am i to? okay <laughs> <laughs> am i the loony or the sensible i can't no, i can't that, that i can't explain <laughs> but, but uh, yeah it's, it's interesting because yeah i can pick out down to words that i say yeah uh I, I can attribute that. I could I could I could give countless examples, but I'll catch myself saying something. Hmm. And this is most interesting if you're friends with people whose English, whose English isn't their first language. Sure, yeah. You can immediately just go. You've been hanging out with that person, yeah, because like, it's so they're much more of a sponge to the language. Uh-huh. Yeah, I've, I, I've, yeah, I admire that. Yeah, it's just because it's so there. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, just uh, going on to one one final bit there, because uh, I appreciate with time is um, family. You recently yeah. mentioned to me, um, I mean, I've always known you as the family guy, um, <laughs> a family oriented guy. I mean, <laughs> in the sense, uh, without fail, listeners, Sam and his dad have a phone call every day, every day. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 Most, most days, 99% uptime or yeah. um, 6.30, uh, Sam and his dad. On the dot, yeah. yeah. on the dot. I mean, yeah. we'll be out for dinner. Sam yeah. will speak. And I respect it. I really do. So it's, it's awesome. Um, <laughs> that's, yeah, do you yeah. know that's like a, like a nine-year tradition at this really? point? Really? Yeah. yeah. It's only, incredible. Only when he, like, if, you go, yeah. if he's out of the country, uh, in like Iraq for a few weeks, uh-huh. then, uh, then I don't hear from him. Okay. Apart from that. Yeah. <laughs> he just goes rogue for a couple yeah, of weeks, yeah. yeah. But um, it's it's incredible. You make, I mean, you're making us all look bad because well, in no. our modern world, whilst we all say we love family and so on, yeah. life gets busy. Okay. And we don't live with our family mm. um, or we don't see them as regularly as 
traditionally families would you know they'd live yeah. together they'd argue together all of that hmm. and we i see we, we're losing that but I, I really admire that so Thanks. just just to to go to that okay. um what does family mean to you okay there's a lot of clarifications i have to make here okay because i feel like don't you dare ram but if ram snippets this puts it on instagram and my mum sees it uh, she's gonna be furious okay i want to make a clear distinction uh-huh he calls me every day okay, <laughs> okay? and if my mum was to call me every day i would no, i mean i'm just saying I'm, i get a lot of phone calls but yeah. i would answer it okay my mum when she calls i do answer yeah oh yeah you can't bit, miss a mum's call no yeah. a little bit late sometimes sometimes i call her back she's not happy about that yeah uh, she has a point i'm working on it um, yeah. and then when you said family and then without fail i was like hold on yeah <laughs> there's a long list of failures there i mean I, I, look but that specific example that's working right. towards perfection but yeah look i like i said see you as a family guy yeah. What does family you. mean to you? Forget the f- phone call idea, but when yeah. you're there with your family around you or you're meeting all your family when you go back to Manchester yeah. um, and so on and wherever your family else is based, what yeah. does that mean to you? It's it, My answer is going to surprise you. It's not filled with like, I, I, I love my family. I have endless amounts of love for my family. But my answer to that question isn't grounded in love. Mm-hmm. It's grounded in logic. It's really mm-hmm. interesting um, because I've only recently discovered this. Family to me is ground zero. Mm. It is home base, home turf. Yeah. And I wondered why I, I crave that so much. And I think it's because, um, would you consider Leicester your home? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what I consider my home. Uh. You know, we moved a lot growing. Well, not even that much, but we moved quite a fair bit. In the yeah. UK. And people ask me like, where do you feel like you're from? And instinctively, I'm like Swedish, Iraqi. I rarely say British, but I actually have the most in common with being sure. in this country. Yeah. Having lived here since... The last 20 years, mm. I've, a majority of my life. Um, but I realized it doesn't have to be grounded in a location. It can be grounded in people. Yeah. And um, I've been reading a lot more recently. Um, I've been trying to learn more about like spirituality. Apparently nothing to do with religion. Mm-hmm. Relief. Because <laughs> I, I, I feel like I can relate to it a lot more. Uh-huh. Um, but just as, as a species and as beings where we find time to recharge our batteries. I think that's how I described it to you. Mm. It doesn't necessarily mean resting. You could recharge your batteries by walking, by exercising, like emotional battery. And I've recently found out that spending time with family recharges my batteries. Yeah. That's why I consider it as like ground zero, as my base, my foundation. It's awesome. Yeah. yeah, And again, it's kind of like, if if I'm being brutally honest, a phone call from my dad every single day, sometimes, you know, sometimes you look at the phone, not always, but sometimes you look at the phone and you're like, I've had a long day. Yeah. But it is a constant in my life. Mm. You know, things could be chaos here, it could be chaos there, everywhere. The fact that I get a phone call every single day is just a constant. It just grounds me. Um, It almost puts everything into perspective a little bit as well. You're like, I don't know, you could be stressed about something here. Yeah. And normally when we're stressed about something, we try and solve it quickly, you do all that. But with your constant, it's like you always have to go back to that. (laughs) And it's like, what's that? Five, four, three, two, one. Okay, back into what you were doing before. um, Kind of sets you sets you up i love the idea of um people and and you're right i as much as i said leicestershire is my home you know i've grown up here i was born here everything yeah. around here um we could be in the middle of i hope bali one day yeah with the people you're surrounded by you know your family like you say and there's just an energy and that's yeah. all you need um which uh, i assume yeah yeah 100 percent. and uh, yeah sorry uh, my logic that's how i arrived to that thinking it wasn't to say that oh people have their ground zero based on a location mm. i have many people it's the fact that i didn't really have a location sure that's what led me to thinking well i need something yeah because i am generally quite like a 
a, a homebody who likes mm. their comfort. So I had to link it somehow. And I, I agree. The other thing I would add to that is it doesn't have to be uh, blood relatives. Yeah. I think I've found what I just talked about, like my ground zero in, in friends as well. Yeah. Um, in relationships, in, in all aspects. Definitely. Uh, I think my family is, is the most obvious answer and the mm. easiest to, to run to. But I, I think you can find that in anybody. Do you know what I love about family and I hate about family? Go ahead. Uh, so it goes back to our whole facade and our image and everything we yeah. are. In front of your family, you can hold no facade. Yeah. You can be no fake person because they've yeah. seen you at your worst. And I mean, I'm not talking about my worst moment when I was crying or whatever. Yeah. I'm talking about when I just did something stupid. Yeah. And they will, I mean, my mum certainly and my dad, they'll bring up every time <laughs> anyone's around and you just can't do anything. And I've almost, oh, yeah. I've grown to love it a little bit. Like yeah. we'll have someone we've not seen in years or never met before. Yeah. And they'll bring up an embarrassing story of when I was six years old yeah. and I did something. Or, now, yeah. when you're 14, how yeah. do you react to that? Furious inside. No. Furious. Like, that's the old me. Today yeah. I'm 14. I'm yeah. not six anymore. I don't get yeah. lost in center parks or whatever. <laughs> you know, I've changed. And now I um, I like it because it's... it's I, I, again, this is going to sound very cop-outy. And, oh, yeah, of course you'd say that. But it, I genuinely feel like... Oh, yes, it still annoys me immediately. I'm like, God's sake, not yeah. the 20th time we've had this this week. Um, but then part of me is like, oh, relief that that person now knows the real me. Yeah. And like, especially um, my, my fiance, uh, you know, uh, yes, of course I withheld things, embarrassing stories of when <laughs> I was six years old from her. I'm not going to say that on our first date, yeah. but as soon as she met my family, yeah. all came out. there was no holding back. Yeah. I mean, they were bringing old photos of me Who when was I was a chubby savage? kid. They were bringing what out my parents like, relief, like your parents oh no they, they they alternate they between, yeah 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 so i mean yeah just uh, <laughs> one one day my brother will bring out some photos of me yeah. when i was younger um my dad will show some images of like me with my goofy teeth or whatever there'll be there'll be all sorts um and as much as it annoyed me i was like well if she knows all this and she's yeah. with the people that could essentially ruin me and any yeah. option with me then I guess we'll be all right in the longer yeah. term. And it's that that fills me with a bit of just relief yeah. around certain people now I don't need to be. Um, Which, you know, I can understand now why the likes of like Simon Sinek and all of these people try to encourage people's authenticity. Mm. I think because then you can be at most comfortable and who knows what the potential of that is. But the point I wanted to, to chip away at that there is that when you were 14, the fact that you did something embarrassing was an all-time embarrassment. Yeah. As you grow up, uh, I don't know if you actually said this, but it is, I'm trying to relate it to like your music taste mm. going to uni, right? It's, it has nothing to do with the fact that you got lost at Centre Parks. Yeah. It's your reaction to how you got lost at Centre Parks. That's now the thing, right? Yeah. Imagine you're, you're, you're 27, you're still embarrassed by that. Yeah. That's not a good luck. Yeah. But... If you're 27, you don't react how you're 14. You're like, yeah, I totally yeah. get that. That's a much um, more evolved way of approaching things. Yeah. And that's, the, that's, that's kind of indicative of the transition I felt going to you. Yeah. Almost makes you cooler. Almost, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm <laughs> Whatever that to is. Say, actually, <laughs> um, I'm still looking for but that. But yeah, it almost makes cool you cooler badge. because you're just like, yeah, yeah, that is who I am. Yeah. Um, I don't get lost anymore for those that are curious. <laughs> um, I probably did get lost a bit too many times as a kid, but yeah. it's just who I was. I was a wandering kid. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, just in my own world. But this was a really nice conversation. Yeah, um, I realized there's so much to learn about you. Yeah. Um, that you didn't one know episode, I liked Taylor Swift? I knew, but okay. I didn't know you liked it that much. Okay. And yeah, it's pretty cool. 
Um, Thanks. So, I mean, we just don't play in the office. You're always uh, worried about playing Love Story or anything like that, so... I don't know. Yeah. Listen, love story. Look, I'm not getting into this. Okay. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. Just saying, it's, it's not the best song. It's the most famous, sure. It's not the best. I don't know why everyone wants to. Anyway. Um, um, but yeah, it's the most catchy, I think. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, no, there's a lot to learn. I mean, what we've learned today is is great. It's really interesting. Uh, for some, like the whole, uh, who the real Sam is. But I want to, we want to get more into the story, where you are and where you're going as well. What's, what's your purpose? Yeah. You know, what, what are you after? Uh, but we'll get into that in, in all good time. Yeah. Um, but cool, yeah, I, I look yeah. forward to doing this to you. Let me know when you're done interrogating me. I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll dish a little bit of back. time, yeah. Episode yeah. 62 will be done. But <laughs> until 20 then. 20 episodes! <laughs> no, do you know what scares me most about that? Is this was a uh, a tiny peek behind the curtain as to like my inner monologue. Uh-huh. And I'm like, like the inner workings of my head. Yeah. And that, I'm I'm still not... That's the that's the, that's the missing piece. Uh-huh. How I can let people into that without, you know, feeling morbid fear of like, how dare you show me get lost at center? But like yeah. at fourteen, I'm you at fourteen when it comes to learning people in my head. Hmm. That's a yeah. But sometimes yeah, sometimes it takes my mom and dad to tell that story once or twice yeah. for me to start to learn that it's okay to yeah. be open. But. All in good time. All in good time. I mean, we all have we all have our things inside that we still keep in our head. Yeah. So, yeah, that was a really really good episode. And uh, if you liked it, please do let us know. Comment, like, do what you got to do. Please subscribe as well. Um, let us know what you want me to ask Sam next time. Any interesting questions you want to press a button in a certain area? Uh, I'll be cautious, but yeah, it was great. Should I put and, it on my uh, Instagram? Yeah, uh, we look forward to. What's that? Put like, hey, Ash is asking me questions. Yeah. What should he ask me on podcast? I think I think we could do that. Yeah. yeah. We'll see. Yeah, you got evil friends, but I want to. But then you're gonna vet those questions, so they have to DM me directly. Yeah, because there's no there's no vetting. <laughs> yeah, suddenly sounds okay. like not a good idea. Yeah, all right, I regret. <laughs> yeah. All right, cool. We'll um, but yeah, it was it was good. Uh, so see you next time, and uh, good luck editing round. See ya.